how would you feel if your family owned the Waldorf and they took it away from you? And, oh, um, you know, essentially, uh, you know, that's the, t- that's, yeah, hmm. that's, um, Anyway, yeah, that's that's tough right there. That's like it's, it's frustrating. Just I mean, I like those I said, I read it like all over America. You know yeah. what's you know what else is tough, man? That doctor's hair you was talking about. You're listening to the Strange Fruit Podcast, where we give you the black perspective on topics that we deal with on a day to day basis. Thank you for listening. Hey, you guys listen to the Strange Fruit podcast right now. This is Bishop Green. Nikki Brooks. And I got my, my other two co-hosts. Yeah, there you go. Nikki Brooks and Adrian Neely. Yeah, and uh he y'all forgive Adrian tonight. He's sounding a little <laughs> depressed because his his boy's getting a four point beat down right now. That, that's not the thing anyway. four point beat down. So how about well, you just keep my team out your trashy mouth? Like well, you know, in the, book, <laughs> in the book of bishop, in the book of bishop, four points can be a beat down. No, ain't no on the team. That's one of the dead sea. That's just one of the dead scrolls. It's not even one of the dead sea scrolls. It's just a dead scroll. It's just a dead scroll. Yeah, it's just dead. They ain't even. They, no, we're not gonna put it by the sea. We don't. Hey, want uh, uh, you know, to all my listeners, I'm just gonna go on apologize. No salty water. I, I, I've gone, I've gone through a lot in these past weeks, and uh, seen a lot of things. Um, you know, making head headlines uh, locally and nationwide. Uh, they changed the name of the school, though. I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. honestly. I didn't think you were gonna get the name of that school changed because there was people that was just too. Uh, the, 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 all those people, they're erasing our history. I'm like, where where is your history? Like, where does your history start? Like, and whether or not you, whether or not they changed the name, you still went to school. It doesn't change anything. That's that's your history. You weren't in the Civil War, and you definitely weren't part of this lie that they're trying to perpetrate about Robert E. Lee being a hero. So, can we stop? I'm tired of the school names. Man, listen, listen. I've been I've been in this city about twelve years now, and you know, I promised I wasn't going to talk about this subject. Might as well talk because I didn't want it can well, be a, it can be an addendum. Well, I, I, you know, well, our school I, I board got... meeting for IRL is tonight. It was tonight. Wow, good. Mm-hmm. So you don't know the results of yours yet, do you, Nikki? Oh, it it wasn't to change the name at all. They they Baytown ain't even they're not even trying to hear that. That was um, people wow. who are are for the name change. Like my class, we have organized and gotten together writing letters and things like that so basically people for it forced themselves onto the agenda and people against it saw what was happening in other places like midland and around the country and before it even came down the pipe they got information and said oh that ain't gonna happen here t-shirts bumper stickers all that so oh yeah your boy uh who was telling y'all about the clan history and not like telling y'all about the clan history like you guys be careful but be strong he was telling y'all like Say, Be man, proud, we got, rise we got up. the clan. Yeah, we got the clan here. Y'all better. They they didn't all die off. No, no, that's no yeah, he, he it. Yeah, that's that's how so. it was popping. It was not. It was. It was. This is. Be proud. Goose Creek was settled. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, like the clan never settled anything. They, they, 
I ain't you know, that, covered wagons with Klansmen in, in history books. Just, just man, listen, you know, it's something, it's something about the Texas. It's something about Texas and coastlines that go hand in hand with that. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. You but, can't uh, leave it at that. Well, no, I'm gonna leave it at that. You really have to finish. I'm, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it at that. No, you can't now. leave things like you have to. You have to say something. You have to help the um, people. Yeah. Uh. Well, what you I mean is, you can. You. I mean, just okay. Let's 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 just let's just go down the line. Okay. Uh. You know. You, you take. You know, Vida, Texas. You take. You know, Galveston, where Juneteenth was founded, mm-hmm. because of you know they had to come by water to get on the land. To tell us that we. We's free. We's free now. I had a hard so, time celebrating I, Juneteenth for the longest because of that. Basically. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I really have to look at that holiday. Yeah, but I have to look at that holiday. Same, yeah, we did. Same we did. Adrian. You, you know, and, and I understand that. I have, I have that same concept, but I have to apply hope, and I have to pl- apply just the fact that even though it wasn't the liberation that we would um, today, you know term as a liberation um you know because it was <laughs> it was two so years, uh, two years can I say work. <laughs> like two, two years, years extra work, work and and, and then come. here come the black codes <laughs> but i mean you, you go from orange texas violet texas you get down to uh galveston yeah, texas like freeport brass's port you know that whole area there um it, it it's all Founded and grounded with some very, um, how can I say, some very dark times. Now you have some black folks down in those areas that got money because they 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 stayed the course, and I mean they was tough as nails. And you got family members down there in places like Brazos Port and Brazoria and 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 Lake Jackson area. Uh, I'm telling you, clue. They got money. They got oil money down there. I mean, and and it's real. But there is a dark history of slave ownership, master mentality, yeah, all around that area. Okay, yeah. And I can say this because I lived in that little town called Brazoria for a short minute. I didn't make it more than a year because it was just that oppressive. When I when I got there, couldn't believe it. But, you know, you know, some sometimes, you know, blacks kind of lay low because they don't really feel like they have a fight, you know, to give when, you know, yeah. they're they're comfortable, I should say. And that yeah. was the problem here in Midland. Now, they now that I'm going to go ahead and speak about it, there, just... that was that was the problem mm-hmm. here in Midland. It took all this time for um, black people to really speak up. And now, you know, it, it, it also took white people that were sick and tired of it, too. Yeah. See, the thing is, it, it's yeah. funny. Nothing really changes until white people get in the trenches with us. When they when they tired of it, then, you know, then, you know, for sure that it is something that you got to deal with. Now, Midland's still fighting it right now. You got you still got I mean, you had a county judge. That put yeah, a I saw petition. that. 
um, you know, there's a now judge they, they, like that where you are. They oh, stopped, yeah, man. They stopped and ceased that. Like that. Yeah, they. That, that's a yeah, problem. They stopped, they stopped problem, it because man, of the. Uh, they said the the intent of the words or something in that in that uh, realm was the reason why they went on and stopped the petition. And and now you got people like, well, now you challenging our freedom of speech and. You know, and I mean, yeah, uh, man, erase my history. People are such garbage. Um, I don't care <laughs> how this sounds. So hard, it's like stop, like just, just listen, give man. Up. There, like, there's nothing. Serious. But but Adrian, there's nothing you can do about someone that has a history of oppressing people. Then you start to You're get right. comments dumb, like, "Well, we're gonna get rid of Martin Luther King Day." Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Deal. I didn't know he was Martin oppressive. Luther King didn't fight a war to keep slaves, and he wasn't a poor slave I master. Mean, like... I mean, the man loved people, you know. Mm-hmm. But y'all try to, you know, y'all try to sit there and act like this man died of old age. That's yeah. the way they talk to us. He was an right? enemy yeah. to the like state. He wasn't shot. That's the thing that always. As I know if he we... wasn't an enemy to the state. Yeah, we've had this right. discussion before, but I always the the whole this is how you protest meme that I saw going around that that made me that ate me alive because. And and on that's that's when I started really losing, um, really kind of dropping the racist from my timeline. And usually I would like to engage with said racist and just keep like yeah, putting it in their them. face. Keep them yeah, I like I, I really do enjoy trolling people. It's, it's it's you know, but for some reason everything that that's happened lately, I just couldn't. I didn't have the same. Capacity. I won't say energy. I had the same energy, but it was, it wasn't fun anymore. It was like just a constant like traumatic experience like finding out because yeah, you, start, you start finding out intellectual violence yeah you start realizing who is mega racist and who's yes. been in your face for two three you know two three four five six seven eight nine ten years or yeah. longer that's yeah. really just this huge closet racist and maybe and right. then and then you know since 2016 all of these fools been jumping out the closet and so, Man. and then asking you to excuse their racism, like their little microaggressions, and their, and then their microaggressions became macroaggressions, if that's even a word. Yeah, and and true. so you just it, it's it's like now we're on this discussion, and people are talking about you taking away our history, but it goes back to um, people don't even know what real history is, and it's so frustrating. Like Tom Cotton, like we could did we talk about him at all? Have we? Wow. Tom okay. Cotton, okay. Him saying that, that let, let, let slavery me, yeah. was a um a necessary, necessary evil. evil. And I'm what mean, he stated. But yeah. But but how? Yeah. Like if 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 and, yeah. and so I wish I, what I'm seeing that really bothers me is it's like y'all know the history and you are actively fighting to let real history out. So you so there are all these people walking around thinking that the reason they are where they are is because they're so great and they're superior and they're mentally even you know abraham lincoln you know of course said all that stuff too about black people not really being able to 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 be anything on their own you know that the white man would always be superior to black people and it's like but you and then there's a group called patriot front that's been um posting stuff near a friend of mine and they have this one poster that says you weren't uh this land wasn't stolen it was conquered and i'm like that's so so because <laughs> because the majority of well the who reason, said that 
Who said that? This Patriot organization front. called Patriot Front. They're like a they're they're basically like another. They're just a. I guess a, they're neo Nazi. A division of Stormfront. I mean, it's just they're yeah. all factions of. They're all factions of the respectability of the war that's breaking yeah. out amongst the alt right, old versus young. You know, it's just it's uh they're all factions, but they for the same thing. Yeah, they all mm-hmm. believe, and I'm like, but you, it's so even their understanding part of what they think. Like they didn't really conquer anything. They came and they made everybody sick. That's basically mm. had the Indians, uh, the the indigenous people, had the indigenous people, the Native Americans not in helped them in any way, shape, or form, they would have outlived them, and they would have been okay. Like the uh, most historians, or a lot, I won't say most. I, I'm not sure. So I've read several historians. Let me turn this down. I keep seeing peaking. Maybe that's because I'm getting um salty and aggressive but <laughs> but a lot of historians a lot of historians state that nick don't laugh at him if, don't laugh at him if the if 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 they hadn't had any help the white people would have probably died off the the white people that came here would have died off the 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 settlers that we know them as now the you know they they would have died off because they couldn't make it by themselves here. They didn't know how to do any of the things that were necessary to make it here. And then they were taught. And then because they also brought disease with them that the indigenous people had never been exposed to. There's, right. there's a quote in one of my favorite books, Lies, Lies my teacher told me. Um, and the, the historian basically says he says it wasn't by all these things that we hear in history by just you know sheer force of will and man all these things it was luck and disease that that really allowed for evil plots Hmm? evil plots i I think for me what is disheartening about it at this point um is that what we the the uh, catch twenty two of being an American black person, the average American black person that's been educated in the American school system, average is that we develop a great love and respect for the ideals that America represents, and it's the ideals that we get taught, and so we have this. Um, even though we accept. America as it is, and we understand we second class this this level of subconscious second class citizenry. We still develop a level of patriotism that's like we love our country, and I think what is disillusioning or disheartening? It's not disillusioning. It's disheartening because all of this time, the last thirty years, from the time we were in school, we've been teaching or we've been telling each other, we don't see color. We all just get along. You know, we've been saying that. And then when we got into the workforce, get into your 20s and uh, get into the workforce, and you hit your 30s and you start having kids and stuff, you start realizing, wait a minute. Y'all, <laughs> we were teaching that at home. The same thing at school. But when y'all went home, y'all taught each other these ideals that are coming out right now you taught your kids to protect what you believe is theirs and to tell a false history on purpose while you simultaneously taught us don't see color be you know let's all get along kumbaya we're the same and it just makes the 
it it makes it even that much more um makes it that much more offensive or or really disheartening and violent because you know the way that the way that black folks show up that's how we show up you know we knew black lives matters wasn't a cult because we exactly. don't do that we've not harbored terror and terrorism exactly. against white America, you know, we've not done that. Our thing has been we shall overcome, you know, <laughs> we we want we right. that's not violence hasn't been our way. And so we've had these accusations of violence. We've had this gaslighting of violence. And the reality is that everything we get accused of, actually that's what's in the underbelly. It's a reflection of, of. It's a reflection of some of those core values that have not been purged out of the white American conscious collectively, so to speak. You know and what, Nikki, I think that's what's I, messing I, everybody up, including the yeah, quote unquote good yeah. white folks. They like, wait a minute, that ain't what y'all said. Right, <laughs> right. Nikki, I, I think it's two books that we ain't been reading the same by the same author or or what. I look, I don't I yeah. can't put it as intelligently as you as you just did. So I'm just going to go on and spit it how I know how to spit it. I mean, spit it. they damn sure ain't reading that Bible the same way. No. And no, the history book. I'm, look, man, I'm upset. I'm upset at Christians, period. And and right now, you know, I'm seeing uh, overwhelmingly uh, non-black Christians, I'll put it that way, that some have a different take on... Same. I mean, yeah, but majority of where... I'm, I'm just speaking for me. I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, the ones that ain't black right now, they 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 real silent. Now, I've had several from my church and everything reach out to me, and 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 this is no no diss to to my pastor because I mean he he been real with me, and uh, and I appreciate that. That's a whole other reason why I continue to you know keep my faith and 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 know that, you know, the word is real for me. I don't know about anybody else. So I'm, I'm not here to testify and, and, and make nobody feel the fire. But my thing is, is that, you know, we obviously ain't reading the same Bible because I mean, they, how can you sit here and put this man in office that then said all these vile things before he got in office. And now why he in office, y'all sitting up here re repraising him for for making America great. He ain't kept nothing great. He ain't made nothing great. I look, I haven't I haven't um I haven't um come up in these last couple of years and you know and and get it. And I grant it. Look, I understand, you know, it's tough no matter what presidency is 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 upon us. But you can't have a man that sits up here and just spits out bigotry and and divisive uh rhetoric. And, and dog whistles to kill us. Now, going back to the Senator Cotton that Adrian brought up. Yeah, I posted about that where Senator Cotton stated um, that uh, slavery, w- slavery was a necessary evil. And uh, so my thing is that um, when you hear things like that, a senator gets up there and make these kind of statements. And it's because official. he knows it. Thank you. It's because he knows there's no threat of losing his constituents, which wow. tells you something. It, it, it tells you something. Yeah, it does. And that's the part that's sickening to me more so than the words he uttered out of his little old mouth. Okay. Is the fact that he could sit there and be so emboldened with it because they have a base 
that's going to support them and pay their bills. And people are and quiet and skeptical about it. There's no outrage. It's just like, oh, yeah. really? Wow. Right. Well, that's funny you said that because I posted that uh, on my page uh, last week and I made a little old joke about it and and people took it the wrong way. I ain't going to say people. I'm going to say persons that's close to me took it the wrong way. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. Okay, you, you felt offended because I said, you know, basically, you know, um, what do you expect from a senator whose last name is Cotton? Well, that didn't go over too well with some persons that I know. And, you know, so well, I'm like, you know, again, well, I'm going like, to say yeah. because I learned uh, that one of the person's last name used to be uh, Cotton. Okay. Granted, that's fine. If you got offended by it, I went on to apologize just for the sake of apologizing because it's a friend of mine and I left it at that. But, you know, here's my deal. Don't address that that had really nothing to do with the post without itself. addressing the issue. All right. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? That person did not address the issue. I brought it out. I called it out. I said, hey, let's not ignore what he stated because I noticed that, oh, you just want to punch me on this and then you just ghosted on me. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I apologize if that if that's what got you triggered. Okay. Now let's talk about the real subject of the matter. And that's what bothered me the most. But isn't that the way? Isn't I mean that's that's kind of a deflective racist way is to find something way it's been in every conversation I've had, particularly with a couple of individuals before I blocked them. Well, I I just completely unfriended one and one I figure, you know, I still got more to say, but (laughs) um like like that's the way every time they as a matter of fact people who drop me because at first i wasn't dropping nobody i was like you're gonna hear it and if you don't like it i'm not gonna apologize for it because i'm right in this and um i remember i first uh two of the people who dropped me dropped me because uh we were talking i, I said something about those original protesters in michigan and I knew which protesters were, and I was specifically speaking about those protesters that were on the lawn of the Capitol or on the lawn of the governor's mansion or whatever, and were yeah. carrying guns and spitting in police officers' faces. And everybody knew that. Everybody, every smart person, that's the thing that frustrates us all about these conversations is the deflection is usually like on some really dumb stuff like, oh, how could you? And you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If we're both being honest, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know which people I'm talking about. I know they were honest protesters. We're not on the honest protesters. Stop changing the subject. And one right. guy, I originally knew where he was coming from because he was like, well, what makes me so mad is every time somebody mentions white, and that's where I got him because I was like, I never mentioned white people. I never mentioned white people yeah. anywhere in this post. I said, these protesters who are running around with rebel flags and Nazi flags at a protest that's supposed to be for freedom and supposed to be for American citizens' freedom um waving two losers of of a war's flag um mm-hmm. like they really have a different interest than everyone else and you have to acknowledge that so i never said white so you turned that to me you took that to mean a certain way and i noticed that mm-hmm. anytime somebody's about to come in on some racist stuff they always come in really defensive mm-hmm. uh, i have several friends and they know exactly i have several friends who 
we talk about these things and they just come in and and it is what it is they they, they they're like oh yeah we get what you're talking about because people are smart in the grand scheme of things even these people mm-hmm. that come in and try to act like you're being racist they're they're smart and i've had so many instances of these people coming on my wall every time i make a comment here they come and they defending whatever it is. And one guy was like, well, that's just ignorant of you to say that. These are people who are fighting for their jobs. It's like, no, <laughs> these are people who are fighting not to wear a mask. And these are people who want to, who, who are carrying signs like, we'll, you know, let the weak ones die, which I was a sign yeah. I saw and, and things like that. These are not people who are fight, who, who are trying to figure out how to, how to reopen successfully how to do it in such a way that we don't have to harm people in doing so. And there, it's a possibility. It's just not politically. It, no one is inclined politically to do it well, to do it right, to talk about how can we do it as opposed to why we won't or why we should do it. Um, so when you, when you, but those people you already know, as soon as they come onto your post, the first thing they're going to do is, is start talking about something that has nothing to do with what you said. Yeah. I, I already mm-hmm. anticipated. Exactly. I think I might have even had a little playbook. I said, this is the first thing a racist is going to do when they come on your page. They're going to flip the subject to something that has nothing to do with the statement you made. And nothing. I think they're the, not going to contribute one bit to what oh, you no, were no. talking about. And they're not going they're not going to get back on subject. Their their goal is never to reach some kind of understanding about it. It's to get you to shut up. It's not even to discuss Basically. it in a, in a way Basically. or even to argue their point. They just don't want to hear Basically. you talking about racism. That's the main thing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think that that happens too. You know, if, you know, good place to segue here, you know, people do that as well with a lot of things. If we're going to be fair, you know, um, because I hit that same thing when talking about the good doctor. Mm. Um, you know, I've... Uh, you know, are we ready to talk about the doctor? Hey, you know, hey, no, go on and drop the science. Go on and drop the science because you you already put him to <laughs> you already put him to sleep last week. You know because honestly, you had the you had those receipts. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take you you know your spotlight, but it, you was on it. So go on and just tell it. Yeah, just tell so, it. So you know, just to 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 recap on it, I think at this point, a lot of people, if you haven't seen it, you go Google. This, uh, you know, about the doctors that were on the steps of the Supreme Court America's talking about frontline doctors. Uh, America's frontline doctors talked about hydrochloroquine. Or, or I think it's the how you pronounce it. And uh, let and let me say, let me say how how this started for me, so that I can get into my points and my facts that I am making. So, on the twenty seventh, I believe, or twenty sixth, a video that that press conference that was. By Breitbart, I didn't know it initially was broadcast. I did not see the press conference. It was a group Nikki, of doctors. Nikki, can you tell them? Can you tell them who sponsors that? Uh, Breitbart is yeah, which is but a, Steve Steve Bannon. Yeah, Steve Bannon sponsors uh Breitbart. There we go. Something at Breitbart. Right. Is he still with and... them though? Did he leave them? No, he he's not. But you know, he still he still boys with them. He still boys with Sessions and and all that. So yeah, he, he he's um yeah so so Steve Bannon who used to be um he was a White House strategist for President Trump and um he sponsors Breitbart 
So, uh, so you know, he's aligned with some problematic ideas anyway. And um, anyway, so I saw this. Uh, well, I I did, I saw it a couple times. So what happened is there's these these doctors were standing up and saying, and two of the doctors were from Houston, and one was a African doctor, a doctor saying that she was a black woman saying she was from Nigeria, saying that she had treated 350 COVID patients, and that she had the cure hydrochloric queen was secure she put them on hydrochloroquine gave them zinc something else and she had not lost a patient she had patients with diabetes this that and the other now what people don't know is that two members of my family have covid so um one member of my family i almost lost the covid in the month of june uh and so Two are in Texas, one is in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So my cousin sent me this and said, Hey, these two doctors are in Houston saying they have the cure. Check it out. Because why? We finna get on the road to bring somebody if that's the case. Now, um, I in addition, let me talk about the medicine because it's not about the medicine. The hydrochloroquine has been used in Niger- in, in Africa, all over the globe to treat epidemic and viral diseases like malaria. Uh, it's been used to control. It's not something that's new. And, and it's very likely that President Trump with his big mouth probably and can't hold water, probably is taking it. We don't know. My issue was, I'm not a doctor. I don't know about treatments. My family doesn't know about treatments. We want to know about data and results. So cousin hit me up and said, hey, check this out. Let me know. So, first, I see the picture, and first thing I start, the first thing I do is say, let me see the names of these two doctors. I go straight to internet, first doctor's an ophthalmologist. That's an eye doctor. <laughs> He's got yeah. reviews all over the place. He is a practicing eye doctor, and I go, well, he's an eye doctor, though. He ain't treating nobody for COVID. The next stop is Dr. Stella. I look online. I look on insurance boards. Um, I the only I see no reviews on Yelp, no reviews on any of the WebMD or any of these things. The couple of profiles that I did see, um, the medical profile of the doctor was pulled in on July 16th, and then the reviews were all July 27th and above from people who had basically seen the video coming to review. You know, some saying thank you, some saying you're a quack, whatever. So I see no digital footprint. I'm looking for this person's clinic. Excuse me. The clinic is on southwest side of Houston off Highway 6, which is an area where a lot of immigrants settle. In, uh, or a lot of, uh, I don't say immigrants, but not, you know, it's a lot of African-Americans in the area, uh, a lot of Indians in the area. So at any rate. A lot rate, of demons too, obviously. Yeah, that's um and nephilims and stuff. So um I see that there's no digital footprint. And to make matters worse, after I hit maybe like the after I hit the ophthalmologist and I hit the first thing for her and I didn't see anything, I said, Man, these people probably got this, these people out here making a fool out of them because number one their appearance is not polished and that's one of the first things that you notice from uh, a lot of when they put out tropes 
about black people that are political, Diamond and Silk, Candace Owens, <laughs> they put, you know, Diamond and Silk out on the platform at this convention, you know, with helmet hair and silver and black lipstick as some standard of black people. Now, and, and it's not about what people, how people want to wear their hair, what they want to do. It is about media and the rules of appearance in America that surround professionalism in America. We are one. Of, we are one of the most vain countries uh, on the globe. We won't mm-hmm. even allow you to go meet your death in battle unless you look in a certain way. <laughs> so uh, many That's companies true. that I've uh, you know consulted with, and I'm consulted with a number of companies. They bring in their own headshot people or they have their people go to the media people for photographers uh, to, to their own on-site media people to take their headshots for that very reason. Because we consider uh, when we part of being reputable within industries is a certain standard of appearance. Now, it is controversial because, yes, black and brown black people do get especially black women get tagged for our hair. Yes, they have had to legislate things, uh, you know, where our hair is concerned. But there is a difference between natural hair and uncombed hair. I have had hair my entire life. You can't tell me when hair is combed and when it's not. Because natural does not mean... Yes, you may go out and do whatever you want to do. I have no problem with it at all. I do not police black women on their hair um i believe though in conservative media outlets and in certain media outlets when you are considered to be you could whether it's conservative media outlets or an entertainment outlet they expect the individuals to meet whatever that standard of appearance is for them to be considered serious yes you don't put up singers that are not, you know, like the reality stars that aren't glammed out, you know, because they expect a particular thing. So, long story short, um, I said, well, hey, where's this lady's data? I don't see any data, so no, it's, uh, you know, I don't see any data. This is ridiculous. Then, lo and behold, I, you know, <laughs> um, the media outlet came out, realized it was Breitbart. Um, another uh, she she referenced a couple of studies in there. She said, "Oh, I based this off a study that was done by the National Institute of Health, which she didn't know what NIH was. She had to get somebody to tell her, but I chalked that up to nervousness." In, in 2015, looked up the study. It's about the hiccups in COVID. It's one person. Someone published an article in in the National Institute of Health that she referenced specifically. One person having the hiccups in 2015, mm. and that being like that, it didn't match. So I said, you know what? She isn't reputable, and I'm, you know, and unfortunately, she don't. You can tell off the bat this this whole outlet her being put on here looks suspect um, because of the source. And I'm glad I didn't watch the video. Well, of course. I put that out there. A lot of people laughed. Some began to attack me and say I was being anti-black. Said that I was yeah. They was being, gassing. They yeah, they they was, they was definitely gassing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I um here locally, I heavily advocated against the principle that um put in the parent dress code about bonnets 
And I said that that was an anti-black uh, dress code. It was because parents are not the professionals. They're the parents. A teacher dress mm-hmm. code is fine, but we want parent participation. You're a public school. You have to cater to the general public. You you laying, you know, these excessive appearance, standard appearances on parents just trying to get their kids to the schoolhouse is unacceptable. And that is, you know, uh, it is, you know, they had like no leggings. You can't have a bonnet on. You can't have, and I, you know, it was just a ridiculous thing. So, um, anyway, I defended this as not being a contradiction to that because it is not because I'm simply talking about a black woman, a professional black woman at work who flew from Houston to the White House to say she had the cure for COVID in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Over 300 cases. Who, 350 mm-hmm. So 400 because she said 350 first and then when they interviewed her on local news she said 400 she so, cured some other people but by then she was like I got this cure I'm casting yeah. out I'm curious yeah. 50 more people in between the last time we talked and then there was another doctor and this who, was well, even before the demons y'all this was before I saw this was before that this was before that before the demons the other I thing went directly that I saw, to the demons I mean as soon as I heard I was like oh I gotta was, see the demons on one of yeah, the boards, I didn't even know about the demon. On one of the boards where her profile came in on on July 16th, her hospital, her address was listed locally, which is her church address. But the <laughs> hospital says she had admitting things in were in Sabine Pass and Jefferson Parish, which is Shreveport. And I used to live out in that area for a year. So um, here you come. Here when you I come. looked that up, is she had a malpractice suit. <laughs> In from the hospital there from 2018. Nikki, she had a what? A malpractice she had a what? suit. There we go. It was okay. a it was a death of a patient who a patient on, that broke a needle in their arm doing meth, and they Come said on, the now. needle was in their arm. The doctor was being sued because she uh, apparently neglected to check it out, and the person got a uh, infection and died like six days later. So mm. they wanted to serve her with papers. But they didn't know where she was. She got up out. She left. And then, ta-da, her clinic's here. Um, I looked on the face. And, and out of three, if you've treated 350 people between March and now, um, in a pandemic in Houston, which is a hot spot, black and brown people everywhere are getting it. It is a hot spot. And you don't have not one review about it. In addition, not nary a review. In addition, you do not take insurance. You are cash and credit card only. Your treatments, like your treatments start three hundred to five hundred dollars. Doctor Nino Brown, you said that you are a one of the boards listed it as a geriatric pediatrician. Whatever Let that, that sit. A geriatric, geriatric pediatrician. Pediatrician. That's, that's not even. That's not even real. That's not even. I'd rather let Doctor Seuss operate on me. That's not at real. That point. A geriatric pediatrician, and the frontward facing of your clinic looks like one of like the weight loss clinics and stuff that people go to, where you can just go over there and get you some Fenderman. Um, I know because I utilize them all the time. <laughs> so I go give me some B12 shots. You know, I, I traveled a lot. So I go to, to clinics where I could get 
you know, give me four B12 shots for $75. That's my B12 for the month. I get to take it with me. You know, you know uh, can I can I jump in? Go uh, ahead. Just because there was another doctor. Oh, it just showed, it just lends itself to the fraudulence of that whole display. The there was a third doctor who had not practiced since 2018. Now he's a he's one of America's frontline yes. doctors, which already sounds suspect, but he hadn't practiced since 2018. And he's America's a Bitcoin investor now. He's a, he's been investing in Bitcoin uh, since he last practiced. That's that's his you say what? right at this moment. So. It was just, and I want to pose a question to y'all. So hydroxychloroquine had gone away, right? Like we had had studies. We had had um, all of this to say that hydroxychloroquine was not effective. As a matter of fact, that in certain cases, it was more harmful. No one, no one was doubting the efficacy of the drug in regards to the, the diseases it was meant to treat. They were only saying that it didn't react. You know, there were adverse reactions in the, in the way of people who had been treated for COVID using hydroxychloroquine. Yes. Right. And so it had gone away. Like we had, it had been disproven. It had been like, this ain't a thing. We don't care what Trump says about taking it several times a day. And I have a couple of ideas about this. Like he, he's been trying to badmouth Dr. Fauci just today. He got on Dr. Burke, Dr. Burks, who, had kind of like I thought every once in a while she had been a little wishy-washy, but I, I never felt like she wasn't trying. I felt like Dr. Burks was in the same same uh same boat as Dr. Fauci. Like every, she knew, of course, she was probably a little bit more, she seemed a little bit more reticent about saying certain things because she knew that the president was gonna try to fight her on any factual claims, right? So my thing is hydroxychloroquine had been kind of out of the news for a while. So my question to you guys and to America is that <laughs> if this story is coming back, what kind of next level supervillain evil shit is happening behind the scenes that this is the distraction for? Because every time something just pops up out of nowhere, that's this stupid, because if you think about it, when you really it, it was, was pretty think about how e easily disproven everything was think about dr stella coming on you know like looking unkempt think about all just think about how just ridiculously uh far farcical the whole thing was so what type of gold finger uh super villain joker lex luthor stuff is happening in the background that we have no idea of that this story is our distraction right at this moment because the 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 whole thing has been every time that something really horrible is happening in the background and i could say it's the fha thing you know because trump threw that whole thing about you're getting your name your suburb yeah, that, back. That, that did come out of that, left field sir that started, yes sir that whole thing started so he's trying to push that through and make sure that went off without a hitch that that, that the, the people in the suburbs who are so scared of blacks and Latinos moving into their neighborhoods, we're, we're taking it back for you. That came out. And I'm pretty yeah. sure something else horrible came out. and it, Or at least the, the, the wheels began to turn on something horrible while we're worried about hydrochloricine. Because it, it was you dead on. It Listen, that happened, last, that happened last Thursday. Actually, that happened last Wednesday. And it was the both both of those things happened at the same time. It it was at the same exact time. 
Yeah. When both of those was released. I don't I don't know. I just know that it was even more outlandish whenever the doctor when you saw the doctor immediately her YouTube channel is the next thing that comes up. She's got a whole lot of YouTube that comes up when you uh, do her name. And I initially oh, tried yeah. to avoid it because I said, I want to know the facts about, I don't want to bring in religion. I want to know facts about the doctor themselves. Cause I don't care doctors, uh, you know, especially Houston's a melting pot. You have people from all over the globe here that practice medicine, yeah. that do things. Right. I don't care if they're doing Buddhism or whatever. I want to know right. about the treatment, the skill, them, their, their, exactly. their practice. And so, uh, but it didn't make it, you know, she presented unkempt, disheveled. Uh, when you actually do see the video, she's erratic. She is, uh, she's erratic and she's like, you know, really getting hype and excited. And then what one, the one thing that kind of infuriates me is in the background, you see the doctors at certain points when she says certain things, they give each other this look. And then even whenever it's time for her to leave the podium, she doesn't stop talking necessarily. The white female doctor, the brunette, she's looking at the other doctor smiling like i've got it it's okay i got it <laughs> she walks up real slow places her hand on her back you know she wrangles her to calm mm-hmm. her down so you know again that's mockery and you know this is something that you know this that's a level of mockery there but um when i saw when i did go to the youtube channel i said okay well let me you know i'm a uh you know former full-time pastor you know i'm in ministry so and and i and let me tell you something i believe in deliverance i believe in deliverance ministry i mean i'm talking about terry and purging then her demon speak the whole night so let me listen to what she has to say um but then what she had to say was not sound and it was not um you know it wasn't okay and one, one thing about we talk about with deliverance ministry and a lot of a lot of believers that believe in it are quiet about it because it does kind of get into it's not something you just go around like I got the power to cast out demons it's not like that it's something that you got to be very tender with and careful with and it's something that you technically should be led to do if that's what you're doing and you should be ready for that but one thing that happens with you know then the church we harbor we we have all these issues within the church as well and so one thing that happens is that people get very caught up in this level of like this exercise of power or this appearance of exercise of power when it comes to deliverance and so some people that's instead of them going with the bible all they do is talk about this deliverance stuff and they magnify the demonic and all these things and it's technically unbiblical because i mean let's just think about it if you're in a just to sit in context if you are ministering to someone who is possessed by a devil and the devil begins to talk and tells you that they are, uh, you know, this, I'm this, I, you know, I died in this year and I came back. And, you know, um, if you're talking to the devil and the devil is a liar, why are you now going and repeating what he said as if that's doctrine from god (laughs) that's not like that doesn't make sense you know right that doesn't make sense and then you know there are things that you have to weigh 
against the 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 word of god you know a really a, one of my mentors who is from africa very uh, from from a benin the kingdom of benin who has a very heavy heavy deliverance ministry with that signs and wonders that follow him i'm talking about like growing our legs opening up ears all kind of stuff but one thing about it you know is he has always told me that things have to line up with the word of god and that's how you know what's real and what's not and you know he told me about one time doing a deliverance service where this guy you know started to to talk and the demons started to manifest and the guy was saying that he was this king that was reincarnated and he was looking for a staff and the king was actually i'm sorry not a king a person but like a witch doctor or somebody and that person actually was someone everything he was saying was actually verifiable and real from like a hundred something years ago you know and that that person shouldn't know about and so two people looking on they would be like oh my gosh the guy was reincarnated but we know in the bible that reincarnation isn't real so no he wasn't reincarnated and other people are not going to be reincarnated it's demonic so i mean that that's just a long way of explaining it Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of things that she said that didn't make sense so like and and what bothered me the most was all the Christians who were defending it. She said that, y'all, I can't even say if I'm gonna be able to say this, how this woman said this in a church house. <laughs> y'all, she had my son McTurney. She said, first, the first video I clicked on, and I clicked about five minutes into <laughs> it. She's talking about praying for a man who is impotent. And she's going on and yelling. He couldn't get it up until I did this and then blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. Then when I finished, he could get it up. I was like, oh, okay, wait. <laughs> Not at church. Not at church. Okay, next video. Go to the next video. More's day in time, boy. More's <laughs> day in the time. Go I ahead. Mean, I'm going to clear that up for me. Like, what? I how went she, how to she the, fix it? I went to the get next video. I went to the next video and she started talking about Nephilim and Nephilim are mentioned in Genesis as the fallen angels who took on the shape of men and slept with women and impregnated them. And she's telling women, she's saying, y'all want a husband so bad. You need to go. uh, You need to check his belly button. And she tells about a woman who had a dream, had a dream about a man, (laughs) met the man, married the man, married him now, had two children with the man. And then God exposed to her that the man was a Nephilim because his private parts was like a snake. And then we need to check. You need to be checking your man's belly button. Now, I just had way too many questions, y'all. My brain exploded. Wait, wait, wait. Snake? Which characteristics of the snake? What does that mean? Like uh, because we are we talking scaly? Are we talking? Well, I'm, I'm trying to understand here when you're talking Did about like actually hiss. Yes, like because that would be it? like a no. I would think like most women be like, when you I've know had what? You're two not gonna kids with a person. And what about the children? Are the children now demons? Like I'm yeah. confi- are my children half demon half? Mm-hmm. Help me understand. <laughs> and then you know she talked about someone being um, another person being unfertile because of. Things come up through the water and have taken his stuff. And you know, um Wait, wait, what water? See, I missed yeah. that one. Where did the water come from? Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't see that one. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was so cringy and difficult to listen to all of it. And here's the thing. I kept trying to listen for, let me be fair and see, and listen see, for the that, word. That, that was your first mistake. Let me try, Man, to, be try to be fair and listen You were trying for... to be fair with Frederick Douglass. And, yeah. and, and <laughs> you know, and it, you know, you shouldn't even been trying to play fair. Once somebody get to speak, to spit and all that just craziness. Well, There's nothing I... to... Haven't you seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, You haven't seen that movie? And I think Bishop, okay. what also bothered me is this idea that there were so many people that seemed to be, not so many, but some people that I even know. You know, people that I know personally that were like, oh, Nikki, I'm disappointed that you would say something about this black woman's hair. Time out. When I said Candy, you can't trust Candace because her hair is not done. Cause she, and, and not because I'm roasting her, but because she's going to the White House multiple times with her hair not done professionally and y'all come on now you guys have black mamas black wives black daughters and i'm sure black sisters and black female friends black co-workers while there are people who just don't care about their hair at all whether a black woman is natural or whether she is a perm or a jerry curl, she is, if she got to go somewhere special, and the White House is special, how many times she going up there without her hair done? At least once, obviously. I mean, I mean, if she got, a sister going to put some energy into it. I don't care that's, if that's she all has I'm gonna say. dreads. I don't care if right. she has. It doesn't they, matter they what she put... has in her hair. Sister life. Right. Natural. Right. Uh, right. Jerry curl, perm, right. no perm. She's, it's gonna be some effort. It's she gonna, gonna put some be effort. Some effort, and we yes. know what effort on hair looks like. Right. Period. Exactly. Exactly. We know what it exactly. looks like. Don't play in my face and tell me you combed your hair when you didn't. That's like your kids jumping in the tub, acting like they. <laughs> In two but seconds, they still musty. How you still? But musty? they still musty. They, you still, you still musty, and your elbows dry. Hold on. Yeah, how you do that? How your elbow? I still smell dry. tail. Oh snap! First, first of all, how, how did how does it? Did you did you do your research, uh, Nick? Did did you find out how she helped him get it up? Did she? You know? She said I mean, she prayed, laid hands. Mm. Oh, she! I bet she <laughs> laid hands. She laid hands mm. on the truck. She put on the tie. Adrian, she put on the tie. Talking about get it up. Boom, boom. Get it for a real good time. She probably had to go in her office and pray over that. (laughs) And in addition, here's the last thing, too. And this is probably the one that probably infuriated me the most was. uh, Because the part didn't infuriate you before. That's Nikki Payson. Yeah, she had a. I guess I guess I got progressively irritated by it uh, because I actually thought it wasn't a major deal. I thought everybody thought it was fake, like I did. I didn't know. No, uh-uh, it's people but um, eating that up. She did a local. Joel Eisenbaum did an interview with her and posted the unedited interview of thirteen minutes. Um, they show part of it on the news, but what this is what got me in the interview. She's going in. He's asking her about these treatments. She starts talking about she's a battle axe for the kingdom. She's people don't know who oh, yeah. she is in the kingdom of God, going on and on and on about that, which again tells me 
you're a churchy person who's intoxicated with church power and I've been there I get it I'm not I know you I know that because I know what that is but you she says I'm not gonna let Americans die you know God this God that I'm not gonna let Americans die and then Joel says well can you just share you know where some of your data share some of the people who've been treated so that people know I'm not gonna share anything if they want to know they can go look it up Skirt hypocrisy yeah. you yeah. say you don't want to let Americans die you're in America practicing medicine and you've been here practicing legally for for some years, but you will not share with Americans data that they would need to come to you. You want us to come to you by faith and then you're scoffing and mocking. You know, that's no. Come on, y'all. Why do we even have to break all of this down to say it's fake news? If you're not coming out looking presentable, we know dang on well, people are hardly going to take you seriously. We know mm. this. We know it. Mm-hmm. It is it is something mm-hmm. that is ingrained in us as kids in America. Yeah. Uniforms for sports, yeah. uniforms for for school, dress codes. You don't just get to wake up and go to school any kind of way you want to. Now, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying that anybody has to do that. I'm saying that we got to put this against when you're talking about the media and you want to start right. talking about credibility. What are right. the media's rules for credibility? Well, you, you know, Nikki, I think uh, what, what, what we saw in your post and so I'm going I'm to I'm segue a little bit and mm-hmm. still be on this, but because we can we can wrap Dr. Stells. I gave her a nickname. Dr. Stells up in it. Just like everybody else, all these other people, but the a couple of things we've noticed that um, this this whole push has been towards like a an incurious anti intellectualism that has swept, has swept the the nation. Like whether and and whether it's and I don't think I'm being prone to hyperbole when I say that. Literally, like it's everywhere. Like this anti believe what's right in front of your eyes anti being observant anti paying attention anti listening just anti conscious thought all of these things and, and and so we we've seen people get swept up in in this and it's, it's been white and black especially and 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 I'm okay with saying that it seems to and I could be wrong I believe that it, it, it comes from two places. So it comes from a certain group of Trump supporters because I believe there are other Trump supporters who really just don't care. They're just not empathetic to anyone and all they care about is money and they're greedy. And I believe there's a group who is just to their very core, they are the most racist people in the history of racism, right? So I look at it like, like of course, they don't want to... They, they're okay with everything... They're okay. What happened? That, that's me clicking. Oh, okay. I thought maybe we had, we had a skip way. Uh, <laughs> we were about to, <laughs> we about to just, just get it. Uh, I so, got show you. So I, I'm thinking like there's this anti-intellectual <laughs> push and then the thing that I never thought I'd see because I always tell everybody like when we start talking about politics uh, mm-hmm. uh, when I talk with anybody I'm like you know what y'all black people are not Democratic or Republican. We are black, so we mm-hmm. are we are actually a very pragmatic people. At, at least I always thought. I always thought, you know, black people, 
what we are is pragmatic. We we're not all we're definitely not a monolith, but we also don't all like jump on the same bandwagon. We have our own ideas and everything, mm-hmm. but at the very mm-hmm. but most of what I always believed about us was like logic. I always I I I will take that to my grave. Well, I don't know now cuz now I see it and and, and I look at it like <clears throat> for the longest i would tell everybody we're pragmatic we're practical we we are very logical like you you can't piss on us and tell us it's raining like we know yeah. what's up like we we see things and we're observant we're an observant people if you if you've ever sat in a barbershop people are saying things that you may not have thought people noticed but everybody notices and so the thing that's been bothering me as of late is the the return of the c word for black people and not the c word that some people probably think i'm talking about but i'm talking about the c word that that goes to a certain animal uh a certain woodland creature that is nocturnal um like the return of these types of people that for some reason are just this self-hating group of black people just and it, they've it, risen up as a, well in the droves yeah they just they're, they've they're, risen up in the droves you just kick it i don't know who's kicking these rocks over and letting them out but yeah. like they're just like popping up out of the tv like the girl from the ring and i don't understand where they keep where they're coming from lately but i've seen but their 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 voices are being amplified like you got terry cruz and, and you know Stacy Dash, they they you know well, they, well, like she well, served her. Well, purpose. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Their voices aren't being amplified. You just have the the people that want things to remain status quo. They will source them out. Yeah, it, but, it, it ain't that so they amplify. Me, they source them out though. To, but that's you know? to me that's them being amplified. That's them getting a, I hear an you. audience. Like th- these would be the black people that if you were just among a group of black people on the street, like if we were just all standing there on the street, this Terry Crews right now, like and 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 even you know Roland Martin and other black people have had him on the shows now. Terry Crews bringing up stuff that ain't even a problem. You know what I mean? Let's not mm-hmm. let um Black Lives Matter become Black Lives Better. That's not a thing. And he tried to, I've listened to him try to explain it away a bunch of times and try to explain what he said and say he's standing close to it. Nobody's ever said black lives better. Black people just want black lives to matter, which is like, that's not even asking for much, but I've, apparently it's too much for the United States of America. But you, you, so, so I'm watching this go down and Terry Crews, if you think about it, he would be the dude that if he said that stuff and it was just a group of black people on the street, it was just you and your buddies in high school or you and you and your friends in college or just you and your homeboys or or you and your homegirls, Nikki, or just all of us in a group. Terry Crews be like, man, shut up. You know, that he would be that dude. He, man, shut up. And it would be over. Yeah. It would be over. But we've yeah. got Terry Crews. We've got Candace Owens. We've got there's this one dude. He's got like an Italian last name and he's he's light skinned. Um, but uh, he's a light. I mean, I'm not saying anything about. I'm just saying he's a light. Right, right. right. He's like we're not going there. And he's he's a conservative. You know, he's saying. I mean, but you listen to him, and it is like the most. And 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 Candace Owens really is to me, is is just like a black Ben Shapiro. They've mastered that art of talking real fast, so that yeah, realize that anything they say is complete BS. Candace Owens is the easiest person to prove wrong in the history of being wrong. She just yeah. 
she will go somewhere and like when she said the southern strategy never happened and she and and she does the same thing as a lot of these fools bring up well the democrats were the party of slavery and the party of okay but that flipped stop it let's yeah. not pretend like that didn't happen let's not pretend like black people didn't see the change and that's why we're most of us vote democrat let's stop with the like trying to tell us that you know we we can't believe what's happening right in front of our face but so i'm just I'm I'm just amazed because I've never seen this many Stevens in my life. Like this many black people who obviously I watched what's his name um the the Republic South Carolina uh, I don't want to get his name wrong just because there's another black dude that's running against uh someone right now who I often mix them up just because they look similar. But this dude <laughs> is like a black Republican in South Carolina and he's just Ugh. he was he was like basically equivocating once again for for Trump. It's always somebody if you have to explain to me what somebody meant every time, obviously yeah, he's a Democrat, Trump. by the way. He, he was also a Democrat. Who? I know the one that you speak of. It was no, a, no, 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 no. There's a Democrat that's running against it. I I want that dude to win. No, 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 but there's a black Democrat right now that supports Trump. Like yeah, I don't get that in either. South Carolina, I believe. So, to me, he's not a Democrat. To me, anybody who supports Trump is not a Democrat, and they're not even a Republican, if we're being honest. Trump is not a conservative. Because I think what people try to argue, then I'm going to get off my high horse, and I'm going to probably make one more drink. Uh, but like, <laughs> the thing that has always bothered me about people is, just like we talked about people trying to change the subject earlier, is that people will try to be like, oh, well, conservative, you, you know, there's no such thing as black conservatives. Black people can be conservative, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. But these people that you guys are holding up as your examples, they're not conservatives. Candace Owens is not a conservative. Candace Owens no, is a black not. woman who hates black people. Candace Owens Candace is a bought and paid for. for. Let's go yeah, on and just bring that out. For. She's bought and paid for. And she's a, she's a Trump supporter, but she's not a conservative. When you listen to Candace Owens, She's never she never says anything about conservative policy. Everything is berating everything black people is berating and black telling people. us why we should support Donald Trump. That's not yeah, a everything that's is nothing, yeah. That's, that's not nothing. at all a conservative. Exactly. That's not that's not policy. That what black, happened to Omarosa? Black people are probably some of the most conservative people in the country, belief wise, <clears> understanding wise, <throat> probably even fiscally. Lots of fiscally conservative black people. The the Candace Owens is not a conservative. Uh, Donald Trump's definitely not a conservative. Jeff Sessions, he probably he just racist. You know, all these people who've been associated mm -hmm. with Donald Trump at one time. We got to quit normalizing this racism and this 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 lack of empathy and and calling this conservative. That's not conservative. This these are people that hate, and these are people even if they don't hate just black people, they obviously don't care about you because you look at what they're doing. Conservatives at some point will have policy and they'll have ideas and they'll yeah. they'll still work towards exactly something because they wow. they just have a different That's way it. of achieving your of, of achieving a goal. That's it. And they might That's even right. have a different ideology behind the reason they want right. that way. But when That's you right. jump up and say we got to open the country up, but you don't present a plan, you just want it right. opened up, and you and exactly that tells me that you only really want to open the country up because it benefits you because any we've had time. We've had time to figure out how to open the country up. During the first, the first time the country shut down, we had time to figure out how to really get it open. And if you want to open the country, 
but you're running out, running around without a mask on. If you want to open the country, but you're doing all these things that are anti opening the country up, there's something else behind it. And it has nothing to do with really Americans. It has nothing to do with taking care of people and has nothing to do with the people that you always want to bring up every time you're trying to say who you're trying to do it for. It has nothing to do. We're not trying, we're just trying to do what's right for the American people. No, if you were trying to do what's right for the American people, you would encourage wearing masks because studies have That's shown, right. even though they're not a hundred percent that they prevent droplets. I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up with a pretty bad cough in a couple of weeks. There was a lady coughing open mouth as I got out of my car and I was not <laughs> six feet away. And she looked like she didn't have teeth and she looked like she had been through some hard times. And so I'm just waiting for my fever. So it's like, oh, well, we're going we're gonna to rebuke that right now. Yeah, yeah let's uh, try. We're not going to claim that. Let's yeah. try, but she ain't look right. So, yeah, go go, um, go take your uh, apple. I, I, the clothes I had on are probably in a, a in a barrel fire as we speak. So, like, like, when people, like, when you can look at all this stuff and then you can say, oh, well, black people just don't like conservatives. No, black people, there are plenty of black conservatives who are legit black conservatives. And then right. there's Candace Owens. Then there's all these, all these, you know. Do, do we want to talk about Herman Cain, or is it too early? No, it's not because he published a tweet. He posted several tweets about people being tired and people not wearing masks and taking away liberties and taking away free. I feel horrible that he passed away. I think it's the worst way to pass away. I'll be uh, honest with you. I like Herman Cain. He had good ideas. He had and good honestly, ideas. Honestly, quite honestly, he should have ran for president before Trump did. Well, he did run for president. He didn't well, win. No, 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 but I'm saying he should. He should have. I mean, he had he had more of a right to the presidency than than Trump did when he did yeah. run. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. He he did. You know, yeah, I, I think. I mean, so it's like, I don't, look. I don't hate conservatives. You know, At it's all. just like you say. They normally have policies, and you hit that dead on the nail. That's the truth. That's the truth. You know, but right now we don't have a lot of policy. He's making this up as he goes, Adrian. And the, and, the, and the 101 on it is, let me take everything that Obama touched and made and, and let me... Let, that's, that's it. That's his MO. There is no policy. It's just, let me go in and just destroy it, which it came to bite him in the butt. Because no matter what you want to say, going back to Herman Cain, had he not got ridden to quit from the pandemic uh, um, uh, staff that Obama uh, administration had to quit and he let go of two of them. So a total of four of these uh, people that, that knew how to deal with pandemic crisis and, and strategies and all this kind of stuff, you know, that were overseas making sure that none of that was getting to us. You know, I mean, my goodness, he, Went in there and erased everything. The mo was to erase everything that Obama's ever touched or came up with, and it came to ba- came back to bite him in the butt. So it's going back blaming. to what you said earlier, going back to what you said earlier, what is he really doing? What is he trying to hoodwink us with? He's wanting you to forget that basically he called this a hoax. Okay, that basically he got rid of two of these people and let and had four of them all together quit or or be dismissed. And and had he not done that, we would have probably been much better off than where we are today. And now but he's too no, proud to admit that the doctor is too proud. And now that's what it, that's what it is. The only real voices we have. 
yeah. as to like what's going on. The two doctors that that especially you know Dr. Fauci, who's always in his own calm, collected way, always told the truth about what's going on. And you got black people talking about Fauci is just as bad as no Fauci has been with through six administrations, Democratic, Democrat, exactly. and Republican. Exactly. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's wrong, just like doctors are wrong. Doctors, right. if 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 you want to get mad at a doctor or a weatherman every time they're wrong, then we wouldn't have any doctors and weathermen because. Because it's gonna go down every once in a while that they, especially this like everybody acting like this is some new virus that we all expected, like that we all knew about years ago. Like, right. This this is something. This is a novel virus. It's it's right. brand new and it's still like the flu mutates. So you think about, but but at least there's some research, some evidence, some understanding of the flu. Like this brand new. We just really started dealing with this probably November of last year, because I remember right. Nikki said something about that. Right, um, and, and 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 so this is brand new. Nobody knows what this is. Those you, of us who are definitely again, who are not doctors again, you were talking about how black people are so logical. How how we we believe that, and I wholeheartedly believe that as well. But, but then you have Herman Cain get up there and tweet it, basically that the numbers don't match up. Okay. He was like, look, man, this numbers don't match up, people. And and then lo and behold, he goes to this Tulsa rally. Okay. And the number matched him. That's- I mean, sitting there, I mean, I can't yeah. even look at that. I can't even look at that picture where he's sitting there amongst others with no mask on, smiling. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, you don't know if that's where he got it or did he go backstage and get it? Because even Trump's staff. Was getting it after there that rally. Six, they, there was somewhere between six and eight of them that had that that were diagnosed with it on the trip, right? Or immediately before six secret service agents or something like that had already been diagnosed with it. So you know, and now I don't he's know how Trump doesn't get it. Trump honestly. didn't say a thing about it. Trump to. didn't say a thing about it. He didn't acknowledge it. I don't it. think he wants to. He didn't acknowledge it. Not at all. And that's supposed to be your boy, supposedly. You know, but like you say, he's not really a Republican. I'll be honest with you. He's, he's not. A, he's a Trumpist. He's a Trump public. And he's that's a, the problem I got. These people are under a Trump nation. It's not the United States of America that there's so much that they think that they're supporting. You're not supporting that. This man wants to be a dictator. And if you, right. didn't, if you don't believe that, he's already planning on how to try to push off the election he did kind of float that idea last week as well float, but you know that was predicted too that he was going to float it out there and voter fraud is such a it's such so not a thing that's the thing that people right. don't get there, right. there have been maybe i forgot how many over the last 50 years or so it's still like in, in the low double digits of voter fraud in, in like 50 years 60 years something crazy like that like that is a that's the real hoax. Right. That's the real right. hoax that voter fraud right. exists or exists well, in any real tangible widespread way. I, so, I blurted out earlier what happened to Omarosa. You know. Yeah. You know. They she was did. so she was so pro Trump, 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 Trump. And then what she happened? Was right it a year or two, Nikki, after that? Was it even a year? I don't after think he it. got elected. Yeah, I don't. I think it may be within the first two years. I mean, all these people that speak for Trump, especially black folks, 
you know, you if you're gonna get up there and, and, and vouch for this man, you need to have your receipts. But many of the time they get up there and just speak as loose as he does. Yeah, Diamond and Silk. They cut Diamond and Silk loose on Fox once they were done with them. Now they're trying I'm to stay alive you. on YouTube. Wow. I didn't even know that. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I watched them not that YouTube I'm a fan YouTube. of them anyway. But yeah, uh Most I mean it's just like Alma Rosa. And then she was like, Well, I'm gonna come out with this book. And you know, because he he definitely says a lot of racist things. Well, we don't want you to come out and talk okay. about it and, yeah, and make well, a profit yeah. then, yeah, you know. You know, he, he, he was saying it when you were supporting him and you still, you know, vouch for this man. So don't don't come out and try to make a profit off of uh you getting dismissed. Cause once you you know, your game was played and he dismissed you from the board, then that was it. You know, and, and once he gets a use out of you, it's 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 done. As many of them get use out of him. I mean, man, that man fires so many people on his staff, it ain't even funny. And they're always. I mean, I've lost count. Oh yeah, and I've I've lost count, and and, and there's so many contradictions and and that, that I've seen. Like everybody, everything's about the military until one of them says what Trump's doing is wrong. Then we hate that particular person from the military. Everything, you know, about exactly. about Trump doing the Lord's work until Trump says something about grabbing vaginas. Everything there you go right like and i mean and then you're gonna tell me and then you're gonna tell me that this man is spiritual uh, yeah. excuse me he's doing if anything he's doing you're gonna, damage. you're gonna play in our face and tell us he's spiritual exactly it, i've had one tell me that this not. man was spiritual he said he's the most spiritual president he's ever seen on the I other like, side oh, of this on the other side of this entanglement that the church has with trump like these guys are really gonna feel bad when they're on the wrong side of history, and when they when they realize that they've decimated the church, they're running off young people. They're you know they're people like us and our generation who are set enough in our ways that we while we might question some things, we still we still believe in God. We still you know, but now there are young people who are even ones who believe in God leaving the church in droves not just it, it's a drastic drop it's a real thing it's like like we joke about whenever we watch Shrek and Pinocchio jumps out it's a real I'm a real boy we, we that's my wife and I always call it, it's a real boy it's yeah. a real boy with people leaving yeah. church and, yeah. and 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 just seeing the hypocrisy like it's not like people aren't seeing the hypocrisy so yeah like, when these like guys that bishop that got dismissed from his church yeah, what was when it in people, Mississippi? When people yeah. see the damage that Trump has done to when when these pastors come out on the other end and people are like, wow, you were you were right there lockstep with him when he was being racist. When people when people call out the Rod Parsleys and the and the and the Robert Jeffress Jefferses and the um what's up boy at Preston Wood uh the the uh him too I can't remember his name right now when they when when these guys really begin to they're, they're gonna feel I I feel like there's gonna be some kind of moment for them when they realize the damage they've done. Jack Graham, that's the that's the dude in Prestonwood. When they realize what they've aligned themselves with. And and I think 
they're at that point of no return where they got to go all in because it's too late for them to try to come back and apologize and say whatever, you know. But it is so – I think that's going to be like the a, a pretty big thing when it all goes down. Like if Trump loses, I think we're in for a, a mess um, either way. I hope not. <clears throat> uh, I, I think, hope not. I think it's well, going a mess. Yes. Not to interrupt, uh, but last thing I want to talk about real quick. Uh, I don't know if you guys had any time to check out what was that um, the incident over at near your neck of the woods, Adrian uh, Friendship West Baptist. Oh yeah, church. Yeah, and you can't. What y'all talk about that? Have y'all had time to catch up on that? Or do y'all know what I'm talking? about? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Friendship, and we... I don't. Oh, oh, Nikki! I thought you would. I thought you'd be on this one just because you, you know, you know the, the church stuff. So we got a, a a huge church in Dallas called Friendship West. It's in Oak Cliff, mm-hmm. and um, they have a huge Black Lives Matter banner hanging from that church. And so this this past, I think it was this weekend, there was a Blue Lives Matter rally, and so along their route they all stop and pull into the parking lot of friendship West and just stay there for a while. So basically like, was it on Sunday? No, it was like on Saturday, I think Friday or Saturday. No, it was. I guess yeah. it's they developed Sunday afternoon. And so back oh, the so blue that's group even worse. I thought it made was a like rest subject. stop at the church's parking lot. And so pastor Haynes just, you know, he went off, uh, like rightfully so because you could tell and then now the the guy who supposedly headed this rally up what they always want to make it look like is that you know these when these racists when they get called in their racism they want to be like but i'm just the victim you guys are victimizing me so he was like this is not what i had intended when we planned this but people have to stop acting like people are dumb at a certain point i don't know when it's going to happen but if Mm -hmm. if you are doing a blue lives rally matter blue lives matter rally and of course, the 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 rebel flags. Of course, I don't know if there are any Nazi flags, but there's some rebel flags and all that. No, they said they, they said there was some Dixie flags, some yeah, some I don't Confederate know, flags, I, I the, the Trump flags, flags, and some blue yeah. lives. Oh, yeah, they, they're all pretty synonymous with each other at these rallies. If you hadn't yeah. noticed, it's, it's but that's happened. You're gonna see those three flags. That's happened yeah. to me before when I called the uh, the the um, I called the MAGA hats the new the new clan hood somewhere and people were like oh that's closed-minded not all trump voters are racist and you're the racist i'm like no i'm not a racist i recognize (laughs) i recognize a racist costume and you you're not gonna play me as a racist because i i have seen enough of this to know what that represents so just like in addition it's a serious um threat we know that you know back in the blue you know, you got bikers, you got, uh, we understand that we know that bikers are not all, but that, that there is a segment, a, a fringe element, criminal element that operates sometimes under the guise of biker gangs. Oh, yeah. Um, in addition to that, we know the alt-right presence behind Back the Blue, even though oh, some people okay. have embraced it. Mm-hmm. In addition, we also know the history of white supremacy that has 
constantly and incessantly targeted black displays of faith and black households of faith because they understand that that is a gathering community place for uh black people and traditionally Mm -hmm. speaking and so terror promises of terror have always been carried out Mm -hmm. as a sign against households of faith so um yeah to again that's playing in our face yeah well i can tell you that that pastor is not playing I, i i watched a video of him uh today and i mean he was he was adamant that they were lied to uh and that they you know they did not have permission to have a uh blue lives matter rally and he doubled down on why he says because until you uh go in into the police systems in place and and reinvest in our communities to where we we can get these things right to how y'all police us you know uh then you know at this point you know blue lives matter uh it, it means nothing you know because i mean you're not um correcting where the where it's wrong where yeah, it's incorrect down, the flaws wrong. yeah you're doubling down on it you're not looking at where the flaws are oh you want to defund you want to defund yes we want to we want to reinvest in 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 things that's going to help us thank you it's Street not it's not bad in the hood right exactly lower in the hood exactly a food desert in the hood there's so he sidewalks that are jacked up in the hood he he cleared that up but yeah they said there were those those flags there and, and, and again no not all trump <clears throat> supporters are racist let me go ahead and make that clear for there those are that are listening that is not what we're saying but what we are saying is you, no. racism wasn't a line that that they crossed out when when it's overstepped they were okay. okay. They were okay with racism. They're okay with it. If you weren't and, if you're not an open racist, you. you're okay with racism. You're okay with it. You you know, you know, as long as it doesn't affect you, you know, you, you're good. And and that's that's an issue. That's an issue. And that's a sickness that this country has right now. That's right. That's a sickness. And and there is no cure for it. Uh but there but there is a treatment. Divisive. If people right. keep saying Obama was divisive and the only thing he did right. was be black and president at the same time, right? Then right. you right. have to you you definitely like which and I I dispel that myth every time I hear it. He was he was never. I divisive. mean, yeah, no, um, and, and you got a, got a got a lot of them up here, Adrian, that spit that way that that think and, that and way. That's a lie. He never said anything yeah. divisive. He never said he. As a matter of fact, he tried. He was from the Harold Washington kind of school of politics which was he was going to be fairer than fair um harold Pol- harold washington was the mayor of chicago in the 80s a couple he only i think he only served one term because he passed away like during his second term but he replaced an extreme like chicago in the 80s and even the 90s like was like 50s and 60s level racist just amazing mm-hmm. when you really hear about chicago history but Obama was kind of like from the Harold Washington School of Politics. He was going to be fairer than fair. That's why some people say, well, he was more the gay president than he was the black president. Obama was trying to do things for gay people. He was trying to do. Th- he wanted to prove that he was going to be the president of the American people. American people, people, one right. group. And and some people will say to his detriment, even though we had that discussion that I think was part of the conversation that got erased. I'm not sure. 
that he actually did plenty for black people. Um, yeah. And, and, and like, so like he was not divisive. As a matter of fact, he was probably overly, he overcompensated in a lot of areas mm-hmm. to show how fair he was trying to be. And it still right. didn't do anything for him. Still was hung in effigy and, and, um, you know, had people, you know, talk about his whole family and criticize his daughters. Um, and oh man, yeah, talk yeah, about Michelle having her arms out, and, and we won't. Oh, yeah, they flat we, out talked about his wife, like not not even just about the sleepless dress. Uh, up here, there was a lot of uh, yeah, calling his yeah, wife terms. I'm not going to even repeat yeah, on here because I yeah, but yeah, just yeah, all kinds of ridiculousness. So he yeah. really like I don't care. Did he do some things wrong? Yes. Every president is in somebody's exactly. pocket. Obama was exactly. in his pocket, you know. Exactly. Um, like everybody every so was he the perfect president? No. Did you know, was it cool for us to have one black one and hope that people wouldn't lose their minds completely? I think it was. And and um unfortunately we couldn't trust America to do their part and not lose their minds and create a whole new party that now a lot of historians will acknowledge was basically based in racism. The Tea Party was basically like, "Whoa, we oh, got yeah. a black president. The whole world's going to hell. Let's try." We got to rise up. We're yeah. losing our country. Yeah. That that's that's the term I was hearing. <laughs> We're losing our country. Yeah, and it's like we are up. losing our country. And the people, and I'm like, people really about that. We're like, y'all are seventy percent of the population. Thank you. You're not losing like, your what country. Are you losing? What are you Who's you coming? Can't That's lose always it. my question. Who's coming? What are you losing? What are you so afraid of? Those are my questions every time. Why are you so worried about being replaced by Jewish people? Why are you so worried about losing your country? Why are you always talking about being replaced? Why are you worried about a caravan that we still haven't seen? These are all questions I I have constantly about what are you so afraid of? And I think it's like, and see, even bringing up Louis Farrakhan, because people are like, he's an anti-Semite, and he's this and that. He might very well be. Even anti-Semites, in, in this case, I remember an episode of Donahue back in the day where Louis Farrakhan, it's, it's still on YouTube, you can YouTube it, where Louis Farrakhan, this one woman jumped up and she said, I think what we're hearing is violence. And he hadn't said anything really violent. He had said, you know, I think at that time he was kind of talking about separatism. Um. And 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 he said, well, your main problem is that you expect black people to do to you what white people have done to us. Uh-huh. And I think that's what you like when I hear white people talk about. Reply, I'm like, what are you seeing yeah. that I'm not seeing? Because you're still the right. biggest part of the population. You still for every hundred dollars a white person has a black person has 10 of net worth of wealth, $10 yeah. of wealth. Every hundred dollars of wealth, a white person has a black person has 10. Yes. of the population we're 14 percent 13 percent depending and and i've heard as high as 16 percent. i think that 16 percent is incredibly shady like so like what are you and you know latinos latinx people are 18 percent, and then you can barely find an indigenous person you know what i mean like what are you afraid of Right. What I would ask the racist. I wouldn't ask this to normal white people because uh, I do I do want to I don't want to normalize racism amongst all right. white people. Just like I don't want to normalize some of the stupidity that gets normalized. Like, you know, but if you're if you consider yourself a member of the alt-right, alt-right is racist. Alt-right is like, 
we're conservative, but we also hate everybody else. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, like, yes. All these things that people want to, we're trying to normalize racism. I, you know, um, normalize racism, make all this seem like it's okay. Listen to Trump with his little dog whistles. Watch the governor of Florida, who is failing miserably, failing miserably with his entire state, just putting his whole state in trouble. <laughs> Um, Greg Abbott is barely doing anything. Like he's barely keeping his head above water. And only only reason he's probably keeping his head above water is because the governor of Florida is getting it so wrong. Right. And and California's got their struggles. Everybody's got their struggles. Um, yeah. But 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 my my main thing is just like uh, um I just don't understand how you can be in a position that a lot of these uh a lot of these folks are in and hate black people so much. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like you've got everything we don't. Oh, well, um, a lot of them seem to think we all get everything for free. I, yeah, I'm starting can, to find out. They think <laughs> I'm just like you. Got to be kidding me. But, but I mean, all these programs that they think are are we're, we're putting black people in, in places like you got these. It's a new group of students who couldn't get into UT blaming black people for it. It's like, no, you just couldn't get into UT. Your resume was not impressive. UT is two percent black is not. So so if it's two percent black, obviously a whole lot of other Caucasian people got in. If you didn't get in, stop blaming black people and go to community college and go get your get your grades up and, and then reapply ut if that's your dream school and that's where you feel like you need to be because that that two percent of the 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 chips in the cookie are not keeping you out of ut right that, that you, you know like affirmative action benefits white women more than any other group in the united states mm-hmm. more white people are on welfare than black people if you want to talk about why black people why there's a certain percentage of black people on welfare, then you still have to go towards inequities everywhere else. You still have to mm-hmm. examine inequities if you want to take a real look at it. And if you want to take the cursory, we'd like to blame black people for their own whatever. And 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 don't say there are successful black people and look at all these successful athletes. Yes, there are successful black people and they had to work incredibly hard. And there are and black people and and two, it's just like once again, I'm gonna I think I might start something called Two Things Can Be True. There can be successful <laughs> black people and black people that work hard and achieve success and do their thing and don't live off of government assistance and all those things. And there can still be things that need to be fixed, things that need to be rectified, things that need to be examined in such a way that they they cast a light, they shed light on the inequity that exists. And there still can be an inequity that exists and there can be people that overcome that inequity. And that's basically what black people do when they're incredibly successful. No, no black person got, I have not, I have yet to hear if, if it exists, I have yet to hear it. I have yet to hear a black person tell their story and say, I got a small loan of a million dollars. So. Yeah. When in actual, it was 10 mil, but that's not on the record. (laughs) We we, we can discuss that on a, on a whole later uh, topic and subject. Nikki, did you have any last words before we we have to go? I don't. It's uh for 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 a change. <laughs> 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 I am normally never at I'm I'm not at a loss for words. I just think y'all wrapped it up 
really good and it's so it's uh yeah I'm I'm yeah I'm good yeah I well, probably, I we're gonna we're gonna leave it on 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 what Adrian dropped there once Adrian again dropped the nuggets. He he dropped the nuggets, you know. Uh, his and Lakers won. Uh, he, he was sauce. he he was feeling it, you know. His Lakers started to get that lead and, and held on to it. So you know he was feeling yeah, that good. Was me. Otherwise he was feeling drop off. You knew he was. So I'm so glad that they went on and won. So he, he could got stay an on. infusion of power once they. Yeah, he right. did. Yeah, he did. He saw <laughs> AD drop that. He saw AD pull pull back and drop that fade. Yeah, he right. saw that. But uh, listen, guys, I, uh, once again, I, we had a wonderful uh, subject last week. I'm sorry for the uh, uh, what happened to us, the mishap there with the uh, podcast there. It got lost. I tried my best to kind of uh, recuperate some of the bullet points that we spoke about. It wasn't uh, as detailed as the um, podcast was that night. But anyway, tonight I think uh, we, we covered a, a multitude of things. Uh, so we just need to pay attention to what's happening, you know, not just looking at what's said, but looking at what's not said. Um, continue to walk uh, in your purpose and continue to, um, you know, believe in the purpose that God gave you, uh, if that's what you choose to do. Uh, but uh, again, just don't uh, allow anyone to silence you just because you're outnumbered doesn't mean you're not right. Sometimes majority gets it wrong. And as our mayor here in Midland, Texas uh, stated, sometimes you get to get a do over. He stated that yesterday that, um, you know, that the name of the high school should have never been named after Robert E. Lee. I it took a Who lot. It mayor? took a lot for him to say, I know it did, you know, but I'm glad he, he went on and, and just said the right thing. It wasn't even about just because I agree with it. It's just the right thing. You don't you don't put anything over some a group of people to make them feel lesser than. You don't you don't do things to make people feel more belittled. Again, uh, so uh, each one reach one to teach one. Again, that is our motto. Until Nikki decides that you know she <laughs> wants to come up with a better motto, and uh, Adrian wants to come up with a better motto because I know they can. Um, I did ask on our Facebook page, what topics, uh, do you guys, uh, want, uh, us to talk about as our listeners? Uh, cause again, we don't just want to talk about what we want to talk about. If there's something that you want us to discuss, go ahead and let us know on our Facebook page, or you can actually leave voicemail on the, uh, anchor, uh, app. Uh, you can like our, um, podcast and subscribe to it. And you can actually leave us voicemails on there, critique us, give us comments, uh, rate us. Hey, it's all good. So, again, I just want to thank you guys for tonight. And uh, y'all be safe out there. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Strange Fruit Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like it, share it, and also check out our Facebook page, the Strange Fruit Podcast Facebook page. Thank you.